Welcome to Kingdom Living Ministries, where our vision is knowing God, loving people, and making disciples. We trust this week's message will be a blessing to your life. Enjoy the teaching ministry of Kayla. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Um, Father, we thank you for this opportunity to share your word with your people. I pray, Father, that you would um, think through my mind, speak through my lips. I pray that you and I, Holy Spirit, will honor Jesus through the words that I speak. Jesus, you and I will honor the, the Father through the words that I speak. I yield myself to you, O oh Father. And I only do those things which pleases you. I only do those things that I see my father do. And Father, I thank you. I connect my tongue to my spirit and I speak forth as a servant, as an oracle of God, as a mouthpiece. Father, make my tongue of a pen of a ready writer. Help me to speak your word and write your word on the hearts, in the minds of your people. I thank you for giving me the tongue of the learned that I may speak to them that are weary. I thank you for seizing my words with grace. I thank you that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable unto thee, O God. I thank you, Father, for the gifts of the Spirit. I thank you, Father, for the moving of the Spirit. And I thank you the things that we speak will echo, make a mark in this earth and that will echo in eternity. Come on, let's give God some praise for that. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We praise you, Father. Let's just praise the Lord. We praise you. We honor you. We honor you, Father. We praise your name. We give your name glory and honor. We thank you, Father. You are good and your, your mercy endures forever, Father. We thank you, Father, for blessing us to see another year. I thank you that as, as a family in Christ that we celebrate. I thank you even through the, through the roughness of 2023, you brought us through. Oh, Father, you gave us strength and gave us the ability, Father, the bills that we thought we couldn't pay. You, you, you blessed us to be able to pay it. Father, I thank you that you did the impossible in 2023. And so, Father, though we ha may have some rough times, we give your name glory. We see the good even in the rough times, Father. You told us in your word that in everything give thanks. And so for this is the will of God concerning us in Christ Jesus. We give you thanks, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you for keeping us, uh, preserving us, sustaining us. Oh, God, I thank you that you are, Jesus, you are the ultimate, you are the epitome of what a shepherd is. And the Lord, we can de boldly declare what, the, what the, David said, the Lord is our shepherd and we do not lack. Oh, Father, even as David declared that I've seen the I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor is he begging for bread. I thank you that we didn't beg for bread in 2023. Oh, God, I thank you that we have a covenant, a covenant with you through Christ. Oh, Father, we praise you and we honor you today. We thank you, Father, that you kept our minds. I thank you that we didn't lose our minds in 2023, but that, Lord, you gave us the a heart and a mind, a will to do your will, a will to a mind to serve you, Father. That, Lord, we didn't shipwreck our faith, but we stayed the course. Oh, Father, I thank you. Even the mistakes that we made in 2023, I thank you for the forgiveness of sins. I thank you for the cleansing of all unrighteousness. I thank you, Father, that you separated us from our sins as far as the east is from the west. 
I thank you, Father. We didn't do things right 100%, but I thank you for grace. I thank you for the blood of Jesus. I thank you, Father, for us learning from mistakes that we may grow and become all that you've called us to be. We give your name, glory, and honor. And Father, I thank you. Pray this prayer after me. Say, Father, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, granted to me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you, that the eyes of my understanding may be enlightened, that I may know what is the hope of your calling and what are the riches of your glorious inheritance in the saints and what is the immeasurable greatness of your power towards us who believe in Jesus name give God some praise hallelujah, hallelujah. glory to God glory to God amen the Lord is good go ahead and praise him praise God amen Amen. I want to suggest a book. It's a little mini book that I read when I was a teenager and I, I actually um, pulled it out again. Um, it's by Kenneth e. Hagen. It's a little mini book. You can get it for 99 cents on um, Kindle or Amazon, or you can buy the physical copy, which is uh, about $1.99. Uh, that's a dollar ninety nine cents. <laughs> it's not a hundred ninety nine. It's thirty nine pages. And if you really don't have the money, um, you can actually get the PDF. You can actually go on and just Google. But we want to support the ministry, <laughs> so I mean, ninety nine cents. You know, it makes a difference. Amen. So we are um, that little mini because you can have what you say, and it stirs you up, stirs your faith up, and so. Um, I remember being a teenager reading that book and I was um, walking and I would declare Kenneth Hagin says, talks about he, he got the Holy Spirit and he began to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit actually enlarged his um, um, vision for his life. And so he began to declare that, you know, he was going to travel the world and preach Jesus. He's going to preach that Jesus heals, Jesus saves. Jesus delivers and Jesus baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And so I just did the same thing. And, and I've been around the world, not uh, halfway around the world. I'm sorry. I've been to Africa um, and um, in France. So glory to God. And just got, we're praying about this, but just got an invitation to go to Cape Town, South Africa for 10 days. Well, actually, that's including traveling. And um, so God is good. And, and I'm telling you, those things work when you declare those things. Amen. And so I sent it to a couple of the uh, young men in Uganda. One young man, he, he actually leads worship and, and he does praise and worship. He began to read that book and apply it. And immediately he began, I think I sent it to a couple of you all. He began to see the manifestation of what he was believing for. And he was believing God for some a furniture and, and different things. And the Lord opened a door for him. So I want to encourage you to get that book and apply it. I, I don't think it would be wrong if you just read it once. What, 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 what would happen to your life if you read it once a week? It's 39 pages. You can read about 10, 15 minutes, depending on your reading level or reading speed. Uh, but I, I think it will do something to you. Just reading that book will stir some things up. And I'm telling you, it's, it, it, he just goes through the little the scriptures. Now, not little because scriptures are big. He goes through the scriptures and he just expounds on it and gives you application. It's called, you can have what you say. 
You can have what you say. And it, it's not just a blank check where you just, you know, saying anything, but things that pertain to the word of God. Amen. 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 This is the year of manifestation. Amen. Did you hear that? Yeah. This yeah. is the year of manifestation. Yeah. This year. This year, we're going to see promises of God fulfilled in our lives. Things that have been bound up and held back from us this year, this year, this year. Amen. Amen. This year. Declare the first Sunday of the year. This year, we're going to see some manifestations of the word of God in our lives. Health, wealth, wisdom, joy, peace, happiness, Come on, understanding this year. This year is going to be a year of growth. And, and, and the theme for um, our church is growth is now. Growth is now. Hashtag, go over to social media and hashtag, growth is now. Growth is now. Amen. So I'm going to preach about growth is now. <laughs> Amen. Let's, let's, let's go right into it. Uh, God wants us to grow. Uh, he desires for us to grow spiritually, grow in our health, grow in our wealth. Let's let's talk about health a little bit. I, I learned recently um, that if you learn another language, the chances of you you losing your mind or your mind being affected when you get older, it, it lessens that op, that that particular disease is to affect your mind. I think we should learn another language. <laughs> Let us learn Spanish. <laughs> uh, Duolingo, I think it's called, right? Is that the app? Uh, Duolingo. Duolingo, all right. <laughs> Amen. So I, I think that if we learn some other languages that can sharpen us, maybe do some crossword puzzle, maybe read extra. I mean, think about reading a book like 15, 20 minutes a day. What a blessing. What if we did that? Just, you know, you can get through a 100-page uh, book short quickly, maybe 600 page pages, if you just read a little bit at a time. Amen. Um, grow, and then they, they did say that this, there's a research that says that if you, you know, the things, your goals and different things, your vision, if you go online or, or tell other people that you're going to do these things, that the chances of you doing them are less because you haven't accomplished those things. Sometimes when you write those things on social media, say, oh, I'm going to lose. This year, I'm going to go to the gym every year, every, every week. The chances are, this is what some are saying, that you, you probably won't do that. They said, actually, do it first. As um, Aaron Cole says, say less. A move in silence. <laughs> and then let them see the results. You know, so, so those are things... So growing in health, I think, I, I believe, go to Proverbs 4. This is not in my notes, but Proverbs chapter 4. I believe that the Lord wants us to be healthy with all my heart. If you're not sleeping well, I believe the Lord wants you to sleep well. Do what you need to do to sleep well. Get your minimum seven hours um, so that you can be more effective. Sometimes people stay up late working but actually, you can work more when you're well rested. Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Proverbs chapter 4. And let's look at verse 20. And out of ESV, it says, My son, be attentive to my words. 
Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart. So we know that this Proverbs is specifically talking about a biological son, but it's, it's applicable to even the word of God, that God is speaking to us. Be attentive to God's word. Incline our ear to his sins. Let them not escape from our sight. Keep them within our hearts. How many know we need to hide the word of God in our hearts that one, we won't sin against them. Two, that we can know his ways. Um, 22 says, for the that they are, talking about the words, they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. So if we put God's word in our hearts, we are actually going to be able to draw from that and it's going to produce healing in our bodies. Healing in our bodies. And then verse 23 says, keep your Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. So keep those things in mind. So God wants us to grow in health. He wants, we should be sharper than we were last year. We should be healthier. So that means listening to the Spirit of God when it comes to what we eat and how we exercise. There's one book called Eat, Sleep, Move. You know, um, you need to eat right, you need to sleep right, and you need to move. You got to be stay active. Uh, sometimes I know we sometimes we believe God for the parking space right next to the park uh, grocery store, but sometimes it's good to park far <laughs> to get the the steps in. And so I, I want to encourage you to do what you need to do naturally and spiritually to be healthy. Amen. I want we want to live long. God, you know, I mean, if you get sick. Find out what you need to do naturally. Sometimes people don't listen to the wisdom of doctors, and we know that there's there's some evil men and women who who want to keep you on a drug and whatnot. But own your health, you know, and get look into the res do the health do the things that God leads you to do, whether to take this or not to take this. And sometimes people go to the extreme. I'm not going to listen to the doctor, and yet this doctor spent years and years studying the human body. I think we can. And then you have to follow the leadership of the spirit and know your own body. You know, recognize if, if, if you've taken something and it affects you and you say, wait a minute, I know yesterday I wasn't feeling like this. Just simple things like that could save you. Uh, we believe in doctors. Let's just thank God for good doctors. Father, we thank you for good doctors. Oh, we praise you for good doctors, good dentists, good doctors. Oh, thank you, Father. We praise you and we honor you for the men and women who are in, these, in this field who, who have been called and commissioned to give themselves to studying the human body so that we can be effective, so that we can get rid of uh, diseases and things that, that, like to, um, that is the result of the, the fall. Thank you, Father. Good doctors are on your side, Father. Thank you, God. They're in the same business that you are in, which is the healing business. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Um, growing your wealth. This is the year to grow in your wealth. Wherever you are, if you got five cents in the bank, grow it. <laughs> Amen. Grow your wealth. Find out what you need to know about money. Um, look at your habits, decide, you know, perhaps if you decide not to eat out for the rest of the year and save that money, how much more will we be, some of us be able to save? You know, I love Chick for Heaven. We call it Chick for Heaven, Chick for Lay, Chick for Heaven. Um, 
you know, each time you go, if you buy a meal, it's like $11, $12. So if you go two or three times a week, and if you got a family, you're looking at 35, 30, 40, 50, it started adding up. So what if we brought our lunches to, to work? <laughs> what if we eat what we got at home? <laughs> Amen. Meal prep, right? So, so those are things that we should think about. Sometimes it's not, you know, some people, they honor the Lord and, and they pay tithes and, and give offerings, but then they don't do the natural. And then, and then they're like, Lord, where you said you're going to pour out a blessing that you don't, we don't have room to, to receive. Perhaps we didn't do the natural. We didn't manage the 90%. So therefore, God can't bless the mess to, in, to increase bad habits. How God going to bless bad habits? Yeah, every money, every dime you get, you spend. So th those bad habits, he can't put his blessing on that bad habit because it's destruction. It'll set you up for destruction. And God is not in the business of destroying you, but blessing you and doing you some good. Amen. Acts chapter 10, verse 38 says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit in power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. So if the devil has oppressed you in your finances, you got to get the goodness of God in your finances and grow in your finances. Amen. Um, payday when it comes to the Lord is not always the next day or the next week, but he pays well. You honor him over a period of time, he's going to show up in your finances. You honor him with your body, he's going to show up in your body. You honor him with your singleness, he's going to show up in your singleness, in your parenting, in your, in, in your marriage, in your, on your job. God will show up. What you do in the dark, what you do in the secret, he'll show up in the, in the light. And it's not always the negative things that are done in the secret or in the dark. It's the things that nobody else is watching. The, the, the acts of kindness, sending money from an unknown source to bless your enemies. <laughs> Glory to God. Bless those that curse you and pray for those that despitefully use you. Amen. Lord, you up there, they cursing you in the light. They cursing you on social media and you in the prayer calls and blessing them. <laughs> what a Christian. And you, you're working behind the scenes. You're plotting in a good, with a good plot to do something good for somebody who's your hater. Everybody wants to talk about haters. Let's do good for our haters. Let's pray for those that hate us. Let's, let's, let's bless them and, and, and look for ways for God to pour out his blessing on them. It'll change you. Glory to God. Growth is now. Growing in our holiness and growing in our minds and growing in our faith, growth should take place in our lives and even in our families. Whatever is healthy grows. So go with me to a passage of scripture that we're going to look at is 1 Corinthians chapter 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. We're talking about growth is now. Everybody say, I'm growing. I'm growing now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Growth is taking place by the Spirit of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, and by us doing our part. Sometimes people, they want to allocate what, um, what God has told us to do to the Lord. But we cannot do what the Lord told us to do. I mean, we cannot do what the Lord is called to do or what he does. And because God expects us to do our, do our part, right? 
He, he expects us to do the possible and trust him for the impossible. So what's possible right now? I heard one lady, um, gospel artist, uh, Martha Menenzi, she came and she, I think she preached. I don't know if it was a concert or something. She said this, <laughs> she said, perhaps your next breakthrough is at home on, a, on your bookshelf. Perhaps your next breakthrough is on your, in your pocket on your phone. All the apps. I read one book that talked about productive uh, productivity, and he said that we have thousands of workers and wealth in our pockets on our smartphones. What if we put those, those workers to work? They can work for us. We are living in some of the blessed times the, uh, of humanity that we have access. You can literally have your Bible on your phone. And you can do some trading on your phone. Come on. You can do it. All, you can pay your bills from your phone. You can bless people on your phone. Come, are, are, are you seeing this? So we're living in a blessed time. I know things are getting dark, but God, by his spirit, has inspired men and women to invent some things. And if we will employ these things and use them for the glory of God and for the benefits of humanity, God will bless it. These things are not bad things. I mean, one time people were talked about MySpace when MySpace came out. They were talking about on TBN. Um, <laughs> most of y'all don't know what TBN is. So that's a um, Trinity Broadcast Network. Um, they, they, people are talking about MySpace is the portal to hell. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, kids were on MySpace at the time, and then there was a thing called Black Planet. Y'all too young for that. Well, Black Planet, another group. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Black Planet <laughs> and different things. Oh, these are horrible things. Uh, I, you could, I, in my, on my MySpace, I, I, I was playing gospel music. And we met some wonderful friends, Stacy Joseph, which is Stacy Harris. We met her through MySpace because she was on an album or on one of them little, you know, you, you could play your music. And a friend of mine played for her project. And she was on it. I heard her voice. I said, oh, this woman is anointed. And I invited her, never heard her preach before, invited her to a retreat to preach. And I told my wife, I said, she got something for us. I feel it. I sense it. <laughs> Courtney's like, you never heard her preach. <laughs> I said, there's something. I just know it. I heard her sing. I said, well, in the midst of her preaching, I pray that she sings. <laughs> and she did both. <laughs> Glory to God. And she's been a blessing to our lives. Are you with me? So God blesses technology. Technology is not the enemy of our growth, but it can be employed to help us grow better. How can we use the things that we have, the smart devices, the things that have been invented? Maybe they prevent invented for evil things, but God can redeem the culture and the things of the culture for his glory for, and for our growth. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, let's look at this, verse 1, ESV says, Be, But I, brothers, could not address you as spiritual people, but as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ. Here the Apostle Paul is writing to the church at Corinth. The church at Corinth was a church that was, um, they believed in the gifts of the Spirit. They love speaking in tongues. They enjoy the benefit of, of, of fellowship with, the, with, with each other. But they had some major issues going on in this spirit-filled church. 
A lot of prophecy was going forth. And yet, uh, um, one of the brothers was sleeping with his father's wife, his stepmother. 1 Corinthians chapter 5 talks about that. And he refused to repent, and Paul says, kick him out. But you don't see a lot of that happening today, right? <laughs> Excommunication. But here, Paul says, I cannot address you and cannot speak to you as mature individuals in Christ. But I had to speak to you as carnal, flesh-ruled individuals. Because you're still babes in Christ. Don't be impressed because somebody hears from the Lord. Don't be impressed because somebody is a mouthpiece for the Lord. Or they're used in the gifts of the Spirit. We honor the gifts of the Spirit. We honor the Holy Spirit who gives the gifts of the Spirit. But just because they can tell you something or used in healing or used to do the miraculous, I'm not impressed with their spirituality because they still could be living foul. God uses people despite their sins. So to be used by God is not, the, that, it's not that God is endorsing their lives. He's endorsing the gift in them. He's honoring the gift that he gave them, not necessarily their lifestyle. So when you can see people used by the Lord, and yet God is not honoring their lives. So God use, I'll praise the Lord. He'll use anybody who, who think about being used by the Lord. He'll use the unbeliever. Glory to God. How many times has he used the unbeliever to meet your needs? In your job, that might not be a Christian-based job. He used your job to bless your family. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. And so here, Paul is addressed in verse 2. I, I fed you with milk and not solid food, for you were not ready for it. And even now, you're not yet ready. Some of us have been in the way in Christ for a long time, and yet we're still babes. We're still governed by our flesh. To be carnal, carnal Christian, carnality, is to be governed by this sense world. To be, to, to be ruled by our flesh. To, you can't even fast sunrise to sunset because of your flesh. Uh, you know, it's just hard. It's hard. Or I can't give up my, sp my favorite shows because of my flesh. Or the attitude. Or I got to give a person a piece of my mind. You better say that piece of my, that mind. You know, uh, let, let, let's, let's not be governed by our flesh and respond. But yet, Paul says, I want to address you, but you're flesh rule. You're acting like babes in Christ. Paul wanted to give them solid food. Food that will strengthen their walk with Christ. And yet he could not because they were ruled by their flesh. They weren't able to handle the precious truths of the word of God. He wanted to address them as spiritual people, and yet they couldn't handle it. Children can't handle adult conversation. Children cannot handle adult conversations and there's some conversations that the Lord wants to have with us but if we're not spiritually mature to receive it he's not going to have certain conversations with us uh, let me give you scripture somebody says give me scripture John chapter 16 John chapter 16 John 16 let's go John 16 John 16 
real quick, and we're going to come back to 1 Corinthians. John chapter 16, John chapter 16 says this, verses 12 through 13. He says, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Then he tells us how to get ready for the things that he has, he wants to say to us. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. So here, Jesus is speaking to his disciples. He says, there are many things I want to share with you, but you're not able to hear it. How many things that the Lord wants to speak to you right now, but you're not, you don't have the capacity to receive it. If he were to speak to you, you don't have the room in your mind to receive it. Some of us are, we, we have um, small rooms in our minds. So the, 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 we have dull of hearing. We haven't even done the last thing he spoke to us. And yet he, we, want to, we want him to speak to concerning 2024. <laughs> Go to Hebrews real quick. Hebrews chapter 5. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 5. We're talking about growth is now. Everybody say growth is now. I'm growing now. In every area of my life, I'm experiencing growth in Jesus' name. Now, when I talk about experiencing growth, I'm talking about things that is going to bless you, not the negative things. Your growth in sin is not growing now, <laughs> but your growth in holiness. Let me clarify, disclaimer, your growth and your negative attitude is not growing, it's dying. Amen. I'm talking about growing in love and growing in peace and growing in communication and growing in health and growing in wisdom and growing in prudence and sound judgment. The ability to make sound judgment. I believe there's some believers who don't have the don't they don't know how to make sound judgments, don't know how to make um, right choices. God gives us choices and yet he expects us to get get wisdom to make sound choices. Sound judgment, having prudence with our money and prudence with our health. He's given us what we need to be successful. For I'm reminded what Peter said to the, to the churches, that he says, you know, you have all things that pertain to life and godliness. He's given you everything to be an overcomer in this life. So if you're not overcoming, it's your own fault. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 5. Hebrews chapter 5, verses 11. Um, through 14, it says about this, we have much to say, it, but it's hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing for though by this time, if I said by this time, you ought to be teachers. There's some believers who've been in Christ for a long time and you should be at a place where you're teaching somebody else, but yet you still need to be taught the basic fundamentals of the gospel. You need someone to teach you again the basic principles of the, of the oracles of God. You need milk. You need milk and not solid food. God expects us to grow. Think about your children. For those who have children or your nieces or your nephew or God's children. It will be wrong for us to think that as years go by for them to still act like they're at this, at this age now. Some believers are still acting like children and they've been saved for 20 years. They still get offended at churches. People will leave churches because of offense. 
They sat in my seat. I was sick. This is a big one. I was sick and the pastor didn't call me. The Bible says, James chapter five, if any among you are sick, let them call the elders of the church. <laughs> so, oh, if they really were led by the Lord, the Lord would have spoke to them that I, that I was sick. Really? Did that people say that? But yet the Bible says, if you're going through hell, call your elders. Call on the leadership of the church. I, yeah, well, you pray all the time. You, you should know. No, no, not really. God's not going to tell me everything. If you can call that pastor and call that leader, he expects you to call them, not for God to speak to their spirit. Sometimes we expect God to speak to us for something that he expects us to do, right? Uh, uh, should I pay my tithes, Lord? Uh, uh, should, 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 I, should I not sleep around? Oh, uh, uh, should, should I not lie on my taxes? Uh, uh, I don't, I'm not sure, you know. Are you with me? Yes. The integrity of the upright should guide them. So your integrity will guide you. Grow in integrity and you'll know what to do. If God is always speaking to you about stuff, you are immature. You're immature. Because he expects you to use what you got. You've been in the word. You've been praying. He's not always going to give you what to do yeah, yeah. today. I want you not to gossip. <laughs> I, 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 you're growing, so I'm not going to gossip. Hey. <laughs> right? Um, I remember when there's, there's times when you're growing and you're learning, you ask the teacher for, you, you have questions. And then, then when it's test time, you can't ask no question. You got to apply what you know. So God expects us, when we're going through a test, to apply what we know. <laughs> if you apply what you know, you get breakthrough every time. Every time. See, sometimes people want, oh, let me go get hands laid or get a prophetic word. But if you just do what you know and keep doing it, breakthrough is going to happen in your life. Amen. Amen. What, what is that? That's utterance. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. On, if God got to tell you to go down this street and go down that street and, and, and go here and take this job. No, no. He expects you to, to have sound judgment and be able to make. You want to raise your children up in a way that they can make their own decisions. If they always got to call on you when they making a decision, then you have not done your job. <laughs> and I believe God has done his job giving us pastors and teachers in the body of Christ and giving us his word, giving us his spirit that we can make some wise decisions. So don't be moved by all these people hearing from God all the time. God is not speaking that much to them. He speaks through his word. He gives us wisdom, gives us sound judgment and expects us to. And I believe in being led. And if you'll just go on the way and just keep walking. And if there's something you're not supposed to be doing, he'll give you an inner witness that don't do that. Don't go there. Move back. But sometimes people are afraid. They just just don't move. 20 years from now, they still not be moving. Uh, let me just a side note. 
let's let's go on rabbit trail. Back in the day, I I I mean Arkansas, um, they used to catch rabbits and they clean up the rabbit. How many of you had rabbits before? It had I mean it tastes like chicken. It's so banging. I mean you put some hot sauce on it. <laughs> Maybe we should have a rabbit feast. <laughs> Greg says absolutely not. Angel says absolutely not. <laughs> Everett is like no. Some I'm telling you, rabbit is banging. I'm not talking about, I don't know about squirrels. Squirrels, me and squirrels don't, you know. Anyway, that's a different story. And so let's go to this rabbit trail. Let's catch this rabbit, clean it up, and eat it. So I believe in deliverance. But always needing a devil cast out of you. That's a lack of maturity. Because the Bible says you submit to God and you resist the devil. See, going to the man and woman of God and having deliverance service every single time. I went to a church and every Sunday night they had deliverance service. They had to cast out devil. They would go through the little ritual. There's a book that, um, that they used as, as the manual. It's called Pigs in the Parlor. Stay away, run from it. <laughs> they, they, everything is a devil. You look at a refrigerator, you got a, you got a gluttony devil. I mean, just every, every kind of thing. And they, ran, and they had you renounce certain things. Okay, we're going to renounce this. In the name of Jesus, we renounce this, 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 this. And they just go through this whole list, every single thing. Then they begin to break the curses. Then they begin, then they have the, the, the deliverance workers. Then they come and, and they supposed to be having a word of knowledge. And like, come out, you spirit of such and such. Uh, uh. And then people, they bought, probably bought like a part of their budget, monthly budget was paper towels. And people would throw up. And like, in the name of Jesus. And I remember being a teenager uh, and, and uh, the elder of the church laid hands on me because I thought I needed deliverance. Okay, laid hands on me and says, you spirit of masturbation, come out. And I, and I, and I said, I'm not doing that. I didn't even know what it was. God is my witness. I'm in the 8th, no, I'm in the 12th grade, 11th grade. Did not know what it was. Went home. I didn't have the internet. <laughs> Went home, looked up in my dad's dictionary masturbation, one that pleasure itself. I said, that's not me. <laughs> I don't know. Like, he, in the name of Jesus, the spirit of masturbation, come out. Are, are you with me? Yeah. And, and, and what has really happened is those people get demons instead of getting delivered. So if you always need deliverance, you're not maturing. The Bible says you get receive Christ and you resist the devil. Come on. All right, that's, we got that rabbit, cleaned it up, and now you understand, I believe in deliverance, I believe in casting out devils, and if it's necessary, if there's some curses, we'll take authority over it. But I'm not going to major on curses. I'm going to major on Jesus, who is the curse breaker. Come on. Oh, if you get Jesus, you'll get set free. Amen. Walk in the light that you know. <laughs> I mean, it, you don't have to, okay, you, you got a problem in your flesh. Do something about your flesh. And you'll be delivered. <laughs> Glory to God. Let's go back to 1 Corinthians. No, I, we, Hebrews, I'm sorry. Let's finish Hebrews. Hebrews chapters 5, and let's look at this, verse 13. For everyone who lives on milk is unskillful or unskilled in the word of righteousness, since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment, trained by constant practice to distinguish between good from evil. <laughs> so notice that the mature ones 
They, they, enjoy, they enjoy the solid food of his word and they have the ability to make some great decisions and they know how to distinguish between good from evil. A child goes from one, uh, one doctrine to the next. They're flaky. They're always changing. They don't know the difference between, you know, the question is, is this God, the devil, or me? But when you're fully mature in the things of God, you know how to distinguish the difference. Go back to 1 Corinthians as I close. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. We're talking about growth is now. Everybody say growth is now. I'm growing in the things of God. I'm growing in health. I'm growing in wealth. I'm growing in righteousness. The fruit of righteousness, that is. I'm growing in holiness. I'm growing in happiness. I'm growing in peace. I'm growing in wisdom. I'm growing in love. Okay, let's go. First Corinthians chapter three, um, verse three. It says, for you are still of the flesh. For while there's jealousy, strife among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving only in a human way? For when one says, I follow Paul, another, I follow Apollos, are you not being merely human? What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants through whom you believe as the Lord assigned to each. And he tells us, I planted Apollos, Apollos watered. But who gave the increase? But God gave the growth. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. He who plants and he who waters are one and each will receive his wages according to his labor. For we are God's fellow workers. King James says we are co-laborers with God. You are God's field. Another translation says you are God's garden. You are God's garden. And goes on and says God's building. So we are God's garden. Let's prepare the garden for God to give the increase. Glory to God. That's good news. That Lord, if growth is now, then I need to do the things that are necessary for God to grow me. God's, the growth is God's responsibility, but my responsibility and your responsibility is to do what is necessary for God to grow it. Hey, glory to God. Go, think about a garden. If you have a garden, you go, you, 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 you get the ground ready, you plant the seed. You water the seed. Yeah. You make sure the sun is able to hit the seed and the soil. And But it's God who gives the growth. Right. But we got to do the necessary. If you don't go out there and prepare or plant the seed, there's nothing going to grow. God expects us to do the planting. He expects us to do the watering. He expects us to make sure that the soil is right. Keep it a, away from offense, unforgiveness. Come on. For unforgiveness will hinder the growth. Mark chapter four talks about different things that will stop the word from working in our lives, such as the love for other things, the love of money, um, offenses will come. Many Jesus talked about uh, worrying about things. If you anxious and worry about stuff, it will hinder the, the word from doing its part. Glory to God. Growth is now. First Peter chapter two talks about that, how we should receive um, the, the milk of the word of God, whereby we grow. The milk of the word will keep you and cause you to grow into maturity. I remember when I 
um, first came to KLM and my father had planted the church and, and there was a group of people that was with him. And some of these ladies um, actually stayed behind. And, and as I became pastor, I remember we were at the high school and they came to the high school as we were walking out, we were breaking down and they said, yeah, you know, you, you, you're good. You, know, you teach the basics. You know, and they they almost was like belittling that the fact that I was teaching basic fundamentals of the gospel. I mean, they were very prideful about it. But as I look at these ladies' lives many years later, they still babes, still get, getting offended over little things, still jumping from church to church. One lady actually left and went to another church because she wanted to get married because there were at that time where a lot of men at KLM. She's still not married. She went to what was a seems to be a mega church and still not married. I mean, oh God, God will bless you with a godly man and a small church. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> and let me let me let me rephrase it: a growing church. <laughs> Glory to God! Glory to God! Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go where you think <laughs> you're gonna be happy, and you think you're gonna get your boo. That nobody's holding you accountable for your life. Yeah, go ahead and go. See, I, I'm telling you, we can't despise small beginnings. Don't the, the small beginning, the seed of a school, the seed of a business, the seed of a book of a project, the seed. There's a power in the seed. If I do right by the seed, growth is going to happen. <laughs> Glory to God. Don't despise milk. Milk. But just, just don't stay there. Don't stay there. Second Peter chapter three, verse 18 says we should grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. God expects us to grow in our knowledge. He expects us to grow in grace. Glory to God. If you are abiding in Christ, he abides in you. Growth will take place. If you will stay connected to the vine. And we are the branches. Jesus is the vine and the father is the husbandry or the vine dresser. If we'll stay connected with Christ in every area, we'll begin to grow. Any area that you're not growing in, you're not connected to the vine. Any area that you're not growing in, you're not connected to the vine. In that area, you may be doing good in your faith. You may be doing good in your finances. But what about your relationship? Are you connected with God? the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father, the Holy Spirit, in your relationships. In that area, you'll begin to see growth. So there's some, there is possible as a believer to grow in some areas and not grow in others. You can grow in health and not your wealth. You can grow in, you can grow in relationship but not wisdom. Are you with me? You can grow in, in peace and not your joy. So, so I, I want to be uh, the hundredfold walk with Christ it's that you're growing in every area. Every area is growing. Is this growth. You see growth in your attitude, growth in your mind, growth in your body, growth, growth in every area. The path of the just shines brighter and brighter until the perfect day. God wants more fruit and growth from our lives. God wants us to grow in every area. Are you doing what, we, what, what you need in order to grow? Are you working the ground you, you have, the ground of your heart? the ground of your mind. Here's some few things that believers need to grow in. This is not an exhaustive list, but it's a beginning list. Grow in your faith and your faithfulness. It says that 
uh, the blessing of the Lord abounds to the faithful. I misquoted that scripture, but it, I'm paraphrasing. It's, it simply says that um, a faithful man, um, blessings abound in their lives. So what about being faithful? Faithful to God. Faithful to his word. How many of y'all been, don't raise your hand, faithful in your Bible reading plan? Four or five verses. Go ahead, raise it up. You, you know, you're glad about that. You can be faithful. Faithful. Let's, let's, a month from now, two months from now, six months now, from now, a year from now, you completed the whole Bible. Faithful. There's something about faithfulness. I mean, you, you, God looks for ways to promote us. But one of the major ways is faithfulness. Faithfulness in church. Faithfulness in witnessing. Faithfulness in prayer. Faithfulness in loving. Faithfulness in holiness. Are you with me? Growth. Um, um, the fruit of the Spirit. Love, you know, the, the, the denying fruit of the Spirit. We, we need to grow in those, every last one of those fruits. Um, friendships with the Lord. Have you grown in your friendship with the Lord? Are you and God, are y'all really good friends? Close friends. He's your best friend. Are, have you grown in your friendship with the Lord? Abraham was a friend of God. <laughs> I want to be known as the friend of God. Not just a man or a woman of God who prays all the time, but a man and a woman who every day walk with God. Just friends. Hey, Lord, I just need you. I just want to let you know I need you. I, I, I thank you. I thank you for everything that you're blessing me with. I thank you. Even the rejections is really your protection. Oh, thank you, Lord. Even going through a bad season, it, 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 I'm not thanking you for the bad season, but I thank you for an opportunity to believe what I believe, to put to practice my faith. If I only have faith every time everything is good, then my faith has not been tested. But God wants to test our faith. Amen. Your test, your faith will be tested. Glory to God for the test. I want to pass every test. I want to, I want to, I want to ace it. I want to have an A. I, I, I want to be promoted because I passed the test that I didn't walk in the wilderness over and over and over again, the wilderness of life, but I made it to the promised land. And when I get to the promised land, there's a better promised land. Come on. From gl glory to glory, from faith to faith, from strength to strength. Glory to God. Friendship, this is a big one. Have you grown in your followership of Jesus? Followership. Have you grown following Christ? Doing the demands of Jesus as his disciple. Have you grown in your leadership? So we're called to follow and we're called to lead. Amen. Called to follow and called to grow. Have you grown in your hunger? Are you hungry? We're going to start a new series next week called The Hunger Games. Have you grown in your purpose? Your understanding of your purpose? Have you grown in understanding and wisdom? Have you grown in boldness? How bold are you? In your faith and in your calling? You know, um, sometimes kids like to challenge me um, as I'm serving as a substitute. And sometimes I just don't feel like dealing with some knuckleheads, right? And I said, Lord, give me boldness. I just, I, I, I don't want to do this. I, I pray for boldness. And then I walk towards it. I said, listen, I need you to stop cussing in my class. I'll have to kick you out. Amen. 
You grow, are you growing in your sowing and your giving? Are you growing in your witnessing? The last one I, I put was, are you growing in your happiness? How happy are you? <laughs> the, you, you uh, the, the book that we, we actually passed out to everybody, if you need a copy, we can get it to you. It deals with happiness. We should be some of the most, we should be the, the happiest people on the face of the earth. I'm not saying that things should be perfect, but there should be a joy that is distinguished, a joy that cannot be shaken by circumstance. Happy is he who trusts in the Lord. If you trust in the Lord, there should be some happiness. So here we are. Growth comes from walking with the Lord. And as you walk with the Lord daily, as you walk with him in the word, you walk with him in prayer. Um, you grow in your spiritual habits and, and dis disciplines. We talked about holy habits last year in January. I may remember that. Holy habits. We need to develop some good holy habits. And one of them, I think Cleve actually ministered about resting. He, learning how to rest. Uh, perhaps I get to the, this this year. Uh, I want to do a sermon. I've been working on it for quite some time. Um, the Lord's Day. The Lord, the Bible talks about the Lord's day. And it's not just talking about the coming of Christ, but Sunday has been the Lord's day. I think it will do us some good if we take a day and just honor the Lord and say, you know what, um, kids, you can look at VeggieTales all day. <laughs> if you got to watch anything, watch VeggieTales. We, we're going to make a day where we think about on purpose about the Lord and we're going to talk about him. We're going to, instead of playing our favorite music and genre, we're going to play gospel music. It's going to be gospel music blasting throughout this day. We're we going we gonna to read the Bible, kids. We're going to read books about the Bible. We're going to talk about it. We're going to pray extra. This is on top of what you do throughout the week. That you, You're going to do these things and, and make it a habit that this is the Lord's day. Uh, people say, well, every day is the Lord's day. That sounds good, but you know you got to go to work. <laughs> so it doesn't hold it totally. It's not totally the Lord. Most of us are, are off on Sundays. And if you're not, you live in a country that you can stand up and demand your rights. I'm a Christian and Sunday is my religious day. How bad do you want it, right? <laughs> All right, here, here, you know, I'm getting into the flow of acronyms. I used to hate acronyms, but um, I'm kind of going the opposite. <laughs> so I'm going to give you the acronym for growth is now. Are you ready? For time's sake, you're going to have to move fast and quickly. All right. Um, G, as we think about growth is now, is uh, grinding grace. Grinding grace. I put right beside that, this is, you know, you can, this is notes. Get your grind and your grit back. Grind for Christ. Grind for your walk with Christ. When you think about the word grind, if you look it up in the dictionary, it can actually be a negative thing, like you're grinding apart particles. You know, you're grinding um, sand or you're grinding something. Um, that's not the type of grinding I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, Lord, grind me. No, no, not like that. Um, but what we're talking about is uh, like a routine work or study to smooth, to sharpen, to polish by friction, to, to work. When we think about grinding, we're thinking about working. You know, um, bit laborious, you know, just studious. I'm grinding. I'm, 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 I got my game face on. 
and I, I'm focused and, and, and I'm walking towards that calling and that purpose to be with him and to live for him, to be with him and to live for him. I'm grinding for Christ. I'm, I, I'm going to say less and I'm going to do more. I, I, I'm going to grow in, in knowing him. And I'm going to allow that walk and that relationship and that fellowship to show up all up in my life. I'm walking by my faith in Christ. Grinding for God. I, I'm, 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 I'm promoting the mission of God upon the earth. Grinding. Uh, let me give you a scripture. Some of y'all need some scripture for that, and I do too. First Corinthians chapter 15, real quick. First Corinthians chapter 15. That's verse 10 says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. Say, say this, by the grace of God, I am what I am. Okay, let me read this. His grace towards me was not in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. So here, the apostle Paul says, out of all the apostles... I receive the grace and I am what I am by God's grace. And I work harder than anybody else because that grace is in my life. Grace will make you work harder. And it, it will be as if it's, it's the easiest thing for you to do. God's grace on something. I'm telling you, if we'll go after grace like we've never gone before and realizing how much his grace is towards us and for us. I mean, you need some help. Call on grace. Grace. I need grace, Lord. Oh, I, I got a couple more hours on, on this job. Give me grace. And God's grace will show up on the job and give you the strength that you need. One of the names of the Holy Spirit is the standby. What's a standby? It's generator. When you ran out of your strength, strength kicks in. The standby. Oh, you, you ran out? Oh, don't worry. Let me kick in. Let that grace kick in. You, you've done all that you knew how to do to stand. Then grace comes and you get that wind of strength and wisdom and, and, and you get your life back. You get you get you, you say, you know what? I got my mind. I want I get my joy back. I, I got some more peace. Oh, you know what? I'm going to do this unto the Lord. I'm going to grind. The more grace I got, the more I'm grinding. Grace does not make you lazy. It makes you a worker. God's grace will make you a worker. God is looking for some workers. He's not looking for some lazy people. God does not bless laziness. He blessed people who work. If you're working every day or five days a week or four days a week, or you're a mother or you're a father full time. Oh, no, that doesn't, that's all right. No, forget about the father full time. Uh, your mother full time. God will bless you. When God looks for a man or a woman to serve in ministry, he looks at what they do naturally. <laughs> See, some people think, Oh, if I just go pray all the time and fast and read the, all the scriptures oh, all the time, he's going to use me. He'll skip right over you. He'll look for the person who's working. They may only can spend 30 minutes, but they learn how to work that 30 minutes and work that eight to nine, nine to five and deal with those kids and, and deal with difficult people. I, I, oh, I can use them. They got something. There's something working in them that can be used for the glory of God. Amen? So don't think of a picture of a Christian who's really sold out to God as a person who's always praying, always fasting, always thinking about the things of God. 
God knows you got to think about other things besides just the scriptures. But make the scriptures part of your life where you see your, the other things through the lens of scripture. <laughs> Develop a, a biblical worldview of the world. Oh, yeah, that, that, that rights. OK, let me let me run those rights through the rights of Christ. Let me let me let me look at the way. OK, it's not black and white. So let me work through that and, and apply the word of God to that. How do I get that's the sound judgment working? Uh, you, 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 you're, under, you're grinding. Are you with me? So grace will help you to grind more. Uh, that, that's, that's worth meditating on. It's worth you driving all through those little small towns, those, those, the different cities, and parking at that parking lot, <clears throat> and walking in the rain, and walking up some stairs to hear about grinding grace. Grace that will make you a true worker for God. Amen. Say, say this prayer. Say, Lord, make me a worker in your kingdom. I want my days to bring you glory. Help me, Holy Spirit, to produce works that will endure Jesus's fire. God wants to take our work and bless it. He want to bless the work of our hands. He wants to bless our minds. Let's go to our, because God stayed there for our, forever. Our, our. R is repetition, repetition, uh, review, re run through, repeat, repeat what he's already told you. Use your network, your relationship. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I jumped ahead, I'm sorry. To rehearse the word, confession of the word, review what he told you, um, retraining your mind. We'll talk about that with the T, but repetition, repeating the fundamentals. That's the main one. Are repeating the fundamentals, doing walking in the light that you have, going back every day, praying without ceasing, every day giving thanks. Yesterday's prayers is not enough for today's prayers, right? Today's issues. So, so, so as you pray, you're praying for today, right? Uh, you, you're not storing up prayers and God. Yes, you can affect the future by praying out the future. <laughs> but what I'm saying to you is, every day should be fresh manna. Fresh word. You know, I read the Bible last year. No, you need to read it every year. Uh, I prayed last year two hours a day in tongues. You need to pray every day. You know, not necessarily two, two hours in tongues, but you need to pray in the spirit. Praying with your understanding. I worship really crazy last year. Oh, well, I worship every day. I praise every day. Lord, I thank you. I praise you. I glorify you. Go to bed thanking God for good night's sleep. Lord, I thank you for, for keeping fires from this house. No accidents. Nothing will, nothing will catch on fire. The space heater will act right. I thank you the dog will act right. I thank you for delivering us from, from, from thieves and robbers and keeping us, Lord, keeping our things. And, and, and I remember a woman of God, um, a spiritual mother, uh, she, she used to get up in the middle of the night and go and lay hands on her car and anoint her car with oil in her nightgown. And she had very little problems with her cars. Say what you want, but she was a single mom uh, raising two young ladies who are doing great things for God. One became Miss America. The other one became a, a pastor of a mega church, raising them up, went back to school, got her master's, got straight A's. And while her husband divorced her and left her raising these two kids. So she needed God to be her husband. So she went out there and laid hands on her car and God blessed her cars. And when it's something needs to be worked, God will send the right people 
to come and fix it or to show her what needs to be done or provide the money for her to take it to the shop. Are you with me? Glory to God. Repeating, repetition, going back over the fundamentals, staying in the mode of, I need to repeat. <laughs> do it today, Do work the word today and repeat it tomorrow. Repetition, you know, it's, 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 repetition is the mother of education. As I go over the fundamentals, you think about golfing, golfers, how they repeat the fundamentals. You think about a pilot, they have to go to pilot school every year to repeat the fundamentals. Understanding, see, one, one degree off can cause an accident or cause them in another destination. But repeating the fundamentals help them to stay on course. So repeat the fundamentals of faith. Repetition in a basketball uh, uh, team, you know, repeating over and over the fundamentals, strengthening the fundamentals. We're called to repeat what we already know, what to do. I know to confess the word. I know to pray in the spirit. I know to worship. I know to forgive. I know to give. I know to love. I know to witness. Repeating it over and over, looking for opportunities. Lord, I look to you every day. God got more strength than you got weakness. He, there's an ocean of his strength and an ocean of his grace. Think about a little frog. Heard a little story the other day of a frog. He was in a little pond. He thought he was living his best life. And then he saw a light come through the, to the little pond. Uh, it, actually, it wasn't even a little pond. It was a little tank. And he began to swim up to the, to the, to the light. Then he saw a pond. He says, man, there's more. Then he got into the pond. He realized, wait a minute, there's a lake. Then he got to the lake, then he, he began to realize there was an ocean. God got more ocean for you than you can handle. He got, there's more grace than your sins. There's more hope than your despair. There's more health than, for, your, than for your, your sickness. God got more prosperity for your poverty. He got more relationships, better relationships than your bad ones, your drama-filled ones. Yeah. 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 He got some good friends for you. I just don't want to repeat. I don't want to get hurt. Take the risk. Be the friend that you long to have for your life. Be that friend. Sow some good seeds because it's going to come back and hit you. Oh, real quick. Oh, real quick. Obey. Obey radically. Isaiah 119 says, if you're willing and obedient, you should eat the good of the land. Obey the word and obey the Holy Spirit. Obey. What did he tell you to do? Obey it radically. I'm not going to compromise my obedience. My obedience is my protection. If I obey, I'm, I'm in the, the, the realm of protection. I'm in the center of his will. The safest place is in the center of his will. Doing what he called you to do. There's safety there. <laughs> my obedience is my priority. I'm going to obey. I'm going to follow the inner witness. I'm going to follow the promptings of the spirit. I'm going to pray when I need to pray. I'm going to fast when I need to fast. Obedience is the key to my breakthrough. Obedience is, is a key to my happiness. You're never more happy than you are right in the middle of God's will. If you're bored, that means you're out of the will of God. You're not doing something right. Okay, W, real quick. W, you heard me talk about this, but it bears <laughs> to be repeated. Work. You see how they all go hand in hand? Grind, repetition, obey. 
W is work. Work. Proverbs 12, 11 says, work your land. Work what you got. Sometimes we always want new revelations, new things, but use what you have. Use your, your networks, your relationships. The other day, um, we had some issues with some electrical issues upstairs on the third floor. And um, God uses relationships. So uh, the more people you know, the more he can pull on those relationships. So, or you know somebody who knows somebody. So what happened is because I knew this man of God years ago, over 20 years ago, who was an electrician, I called him. He came and saved KLM a bunch of money by rewiring some lights. Him and Alfred together accomplished something that me and Stacy failed to do. <laughs> are, you, are you with me? God can save you some time and some money through relationships. God uses relationships. So for those who think that God's called you to be a nun or a monk, you're missing the will of God. You're missing the will of God. I'm just going to pray all the time. I'm going to go into the mountains. I'm going to deny myself and not get married. No. Because there's people, God is in the midst where people is. He, he, he dwelt among us. He could have just stayed by himself. But people, using relationships. So you got to work your land, work your network, work your relationships. Let me say that. Work your relationships. Work your relationships. If you got a friend that's good with some things that you're not, it would give you, it would do you some good to get some wisdom from that friend, save and unsave. Don't limit yourself to the bubble of just Christians. But get some relationship with the sinners and unbelievers. One, to win them. Two, to sharpen each other. Are you with me? Yes. I thank God that Jesus is a friend to the sinner and not only the Savior to the saints, but he wants sinners. And so I'm not talking about dealing with somebody who's in sin. I'm talking about believers who, who profess to be believers and they're in sin. That's a little bit different. The scripture warns us against that. But he puts us in the midst of darkness to be a light. Use your money as seed for your future. So work your land, work your seed. Use your hand, use your hand, use your mind, use your job. Work your job, work your prayer life. Work every area that you, God will use everything that you have. All your possessions, all your knowledge and your skills, he will use those things. So work those things. Work your kindness for the glory of God. Use your kindness to win somebody to Christ. Use your kindness. If you're always smiling and you, God has given you that grace to smile in the midst, and no matter what's happening, your smile can bring some joy to somebody's life. Are you with me? The other day, the Lord used a couple to humble my wife and I. We were playing spades. <laughs> and Landis and Asante, huh, the Lord used them. We, we had never been defeated, but we hadn't played in over 12 years or so, spades. And, that, and the Lord used them to humble us. I humble myself. But the comeback, as you know, a setback is, 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 is just a ground for a comeback. 
<laughs> so when Ashanti comes back, we'll be ready to show the young bucks how to really do it. You might have won this battle, but you won't win the war. <laughs> Glory to God. And I want to tell you, I'm going to be very transparent. So we, we, we just got finished beating Stacy and Cleve with space. Kevin was there. We, we, I mean, we beat, beat them. We're like, oh, these young bucks. Spanked them really bad. <laughs> Ashley was there. <laughs> so, so, I, 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 and, and Courtney was tired too at, at that, but we're not going to use that as an excuse. <laughs> so, Ashanti and Landis come, and, and, and when I saw Ashanti, I ain't going to front. So, so, Christina says, PD, I think you done. <laughs> she looked at me, I was like, wait, how are you going to say? So, I'm trying to confess and fake, we're going to beat him, we're going to beat him. But when I saw her, her game face, I was like, oh God, we're done. I, I, inside, I was like, we're going to lose this. Oh, they're going to spank us bad. I, and I'm trying to confess. I'm confessing out of fear. I said, oh, we're going to beat them. The Lord is, you know, we lose that. But oh, it's coming back. It's coming. I was like, oh God, we're done. We're done. And we were. The very thing that I feared came upon us. <laughs> Job, I'm in the Bible. <laughs> but, but we'll be ready for you. She's going away for some, some work for school, and she'll be back in four months. And We'll be ready for it. All right, number T, let's go real quick. <laughs> train. Train. You got to train your mind. I know I talk a lot about the mind, but you got to get your mind right. You got to train your mind. Renew your mind. Re re uh, revive the, those, you know, become that creative person that God created you to be. <clears throat> Love the Lord with your mind. Use your thoughts for for pleasure and, and uh, godly pleasures. Let me clarify that. Use your thoughts to drive and fuel your growth. Amen? Train your mind. Don't always go to the negative. If you got a half full uh, cup, don't go to the negative. It says, my cup is not full, but thank God for that it's at least half full. Are you with me? Train your mind to think positive, to be optimistic to believe the best. Well, that person that say hi to me today, well, they were just busy. I'm not gonna take offense. And even if they did really mean harm for me, I believe the best. Love believes the best. You know, I'm, I'm just, you know, it's okay. Well, they didn't, pastor didn't mention me today. I was there too and I saw he got beat and he didn't mention me. <laughs> I, I'm gonna believe the best that he can't name all my, every name. Are, are you with me? You'd be surprised. People are like, oh, he didn't mention me. I was there and I saw him. He got spanked real hard. <laughs> like, I was there with him. I, I was there comforting him and bringing him the sweet tea while he was sweating. <laughs> you know? All right, tea. Train your mind. H. Okay, this one, real quick. H. Hunt. You got to hunt your holiness. Steal it, steal it from Daniel. Hunt your holiness. Go after it. You got to be holy on purpose. Holy on purpose. That's a good text tweet worthy or X worthy. You know, <laughs> hunt your holiness. Hunt your holiness on purpose. On purpose. Just because you want to be like Jesus. Hunt your humility. Look for opportunities to humble yourself. Because if I humble myself, I get grace. He gives grace to the humble. I can grow in, my, in the grace of God by growing in my humility. The more humble I am, the more his grace will shine on my life. So you got to hunt your humility. How, so when you're talking to somebody, 
Don't try to overdo it. Uh, let them praise you. Let another mouth praise you. Don't you praise yourself? Are you, are you with me? It would be wrong for Landis and her son to pray, oh, we beat pastor and first lady. <laughs> Bragging all the time. But if I praise him, it, looks, it sounds so much better. Are you with me? Now, y'all can do that, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Hunt your humility. Okay, the next one. Hunt your happiness. Stay humble. Hunt your happiness. What makes you happy? If being with your husband or being with your wife makes you happy, hunt it. If your kids want to really play games with you, board games, hunt that. See, we hunting the wrong things. We, we hunted the entertainment of our minds. But we need to hunt the right stuff, the stuff that's going to bring happiness to our family, that our kids won't ever go, oh, man, I hate growing, I hated growing up with mom and dad. They always counseling somebody on the phone. Always praying for somebody, never praying for us. Uh, you know, they mentoring everybody else but us. They praying for everybody else. They got their prayer partner, but they never pray with us. They read in the Bible for sermons, but won't sermonize us. Uh, they'll get up and go to the gym and don't worry about our health. They'll eat the right stuff and give me McDevils. I mean, all kinds of stuff. We got to hunt the happiness of our families. Set the step. You know, the other day the Lord, Lord used my mind to, to, to bring some a broader view of this scripture. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. How does the weapon that is formed not prosper? Because we hunted some things and build up some things so it won't penetrate. Uh, that it threw another another view on that scripture. And God uses the, the, the amount of word that I got in my life. To, for, for, the pro, for the weapon to not prosper. He used the, the, my understanding of righteousness for that weapon of low self-esteem not to prosper. He used the covenant of prosperity for the, for the weapon of poverty to not prosper. He used the wisdom and my, my communication skills for, for the weapon of dysfunction to not prosper. Are you with me? So it's not just, let me quote the scripture and sing the song, no weapon. Okay, what do I need to do to create the weapon or play, put the ground in, put the work in for the Lord to use the weapon, to use the, 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 the shield for the weapon to not prosper? Um, he looked for a man to, to, to stand in the gap. So what do I need to do for God to use the standard? For the enemy comes against us like a flood. But the Lord will raise up a standard against them. So what are the standard? What are the standards that the Lord uses? Your integrity. People talk about you and they accuse you of things. But your 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 standard of holiness will cause the enemy not to prevail. Are you with me? Hunt your holiness, hunt your humility and hunt your happiness. What makes you happy at work? Oh, okay. What do I need? Holy Spirit will lead you into happiness. Uh, I know people say, well, he, he's more concerned with your holiness than your happiness. He wants both happy and holy people, happy and holy people. He, he has made me glad, not sad. The enemy make you sad. Condemnation will make you sad. Uh, uh, the, the, you know, sin will make you sad. But he's made me glad. He put a smile on my face. A song in my heart. James talks about this. 
If you're happy, sing a song. I heard an old song by Earth, Wind, and Fire that came through way of take six, because I couldn't listen to secular music. <laughs> way of take six, sing a song. <laughs> Amen. I imitate. Imitate those who go after the Lord. Hebrews 6, talk, verse 12 says, go after those who, who follow, uh, who, who inherit the promises through faith and pa patience. Hebrews 13, 7 through 9 talks about imitating people's faith. Proverbs 13, 12 says, he that is wise, walk with wise men. Imitate those who are doing what you want to do. Imitate the pros, save and unsave. Imitate. Um, we said this last week. Sometimes we want to be a creative and we want to be original so much that we try to create everything. But instead of reinventing the wheel, if we'll be diligent and, re and, and develop repetition of imitation of what is right, going after, you know, you might start out following the direction of uh, a particular um, food that you want to make. And as you perfect that, let me give you more home. I, I took the, rep the, the recipe of my grandmother, sweet potato pie. And over time, I used it to the T. I imitated grandmother, Levita. I imitated her recipe over and over and over and over again to the point that it gave me confidence to branch out. And I added a little bit of orange juice. I added a little bit of pineapple juice. I added some, some cream cheese to my sweet potato pie. Come on. And, and I began to experience mint and begin to develop originality. Are, are, you, are you seeing this? Yeah. So you gotta imitate what people have already done, the good things, and then you can create your own. S, start, start. You gotta start today, start somewhere. If you wanna experience growth, you gotta start today. Today, if you hear this voice, do not harden your heart. Whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your heart. Start today, start somewhere. How do you walk a million miles? One step at a time. How do you lose 100 pounds? One pound at a time. How do you write a 500-page book? One sentence at a time. One word at a time. How do you raise champions? One day at a time. One moment at a time. How do you pray a million prayers to affect the earth? One prayer at a time. How do you study the whole entire Bible and understand the will of God? One verse at a time. Are you with me? You start today, start somewhere. Someday needs to start today. Someday never comes. Someday I'll do this. Someday I'll learn a new language. Someday I, I, I'll learn how to play the keys. Someday I'll get in shape. Someday I'll fast. Someday, someday, someday. <laughs> it never happens. Today is that someday. N. N stands for never. Never. Never give up. Galatians 6, 9, do not be weary in well-doing, but in due season, you'll reap a harvest. Never give up. Never, ever, 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 ever give up. Don't give up on your dreams, your God-given dreams. Don't give up on your life. No matter how bad things get, don't ever give up. The devil used that, 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 that mentality of giving up. Don't give up. Never, ever, ever give up. I'm not going to give up my happiness. I'm not going to give up my holiness. I'm never going to give in to my feelings. Come on, are you with me? <laughs> never give up. Make up in your mind, say, I'll never give up. I'll never give up on life. I'll never give up on my joy. I, I, I'm going to keep living. If, if Church, Winston Churchill said, if you're going through hell, keep walking. Walk right through hell. Never give up. 
Apostle Paul, though, you know, Job, though he slay me, I, I'll never give up. I'll keep trusting. Amen. Never, ever give up. This one, the next one <clears throat> is controversial, but you'll, you'll get the spirit behind it. O is own. Own your life. Own it. Own it. Say, I'm going to own my happiness. Am I saying not to depend on God? I'm telling you, <laughs> please depend on God. But own it. Says, you know what? I I'm going to make this day really, really work for me. I'm going to make this situation really, really work. I'm going to own it. I take, I, I, I'm the captain of my destiny. Yes. Right, that didn't go over well for religious folks. Like, I thought the Lord was. The Lord's giving me the power to become. I got his authority, right? I, I'm, I'm a vice regent. <laughs> like he reigns in heaven. I reign over my life. Yeah. I reign over the enemy. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm the master. Of, I'm the little Lord. And I lord over all things that he's given me charge over. I, 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 I take authority and take my rightful place. And I'll be the man. And you'll be the woman. And you'll be the child. You'll be the student, the professor, the employer, the employee. Come on. I, I, I reign. Even if, if, somebody, if I got a boss in front of me, ahead of me, over me, I can lead in second chair. I can rule and own this. It may be somebody else's company, but I own it and I treat it like <laughs> my own. I work this company like I'm the, the one. You keep doing that, eventually God will bless you with your own. Own your life. Take responsibility. Says, you know what? I, I lost some battles today, but I'm going to get up. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to own this situation. I made some mistakes and I, I deal with the consequences. I learned and I fell forth and I, and, I, and I gather the mistakes of the past and I use it as a stepping stone, as a school for my success. I take the failures and use it as a school for my success. Okay, the last five years was horrible. Why? Let's figure it out. Let's learn. Don't do that again. Nope, I'm not going that direction. I may, I, I, you know, I got stuck. No, I'm not being stuck no more. I'm going to own it. I am the captain of my destiny. Now, you want to get a bunch of people upset? Tweet that. Put that on X. I think it's X now. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? Uh, put that on, on social media and say, PD says, you're the captain of your destiny. And he was like, oh, man, this church is off. They get into that prosperity and that, that motivation, that self-help. God has given us self-help to serve him better. Okay, W, last but not least. <laughs> when? When? When today? When tomorrow? When every day? 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 says, God has caused me, causes, causes, always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. When? Win every single day, every battle. You're going to go through some battles. You're either at the beginning of a battle, the middle of a battle, or at the end of a battle and about to go into another battle. Win it. Why are you allowing the enemy to keep smacking you, keep it triumphing over you? You win that battle. Jesus died so you could be a winner. I'm more than a conqueror. Though I'm experiencing famine, though I'm experiencing some trials, I'm going to win. You can't take my joy. You can't take my peace. You can't take who I am in Christ. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm on my way to heaven. My prayers are availing much. My confession is working for me. My giving is working for me. I got seed in the, that's producing my future. Oh, my, my joy cannot be taken away. Satan, I'm going to win this battle. Though I'm crying today, but joy endured. Come on, come on, it's the scripture. Weeping may endure 
for the night, but joy comes in the morning. If I win this, if I lose this battle to cancer, I'm still winning. I'm still winning because you'll find me in heaven. <laughs> so regardless, I can't lose. I may lose my house. You can't take my faith. I may lose my life because I lose it. I'm going to find it. If I give, I'm, it's going to come back to me. If I, if I love, love never fails. <laughs> Are you with me? If I forgive, it may looks like it might look like I'm losing my forgiving. My forgiveness is my worship. <laughs> it will not entrap me. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Growth is now. Growth is now. Grind, repetition, obey, work, train, hunt, imitate, start, never own, win. This is our year. This is the best year of our lives up to this point. Make a decision from this moment on. You're going to have victory. You're going to go from victory to victory to victory to victory to victory until Jesus comes. Though there may be many a trials, but there will be more victories than trials. We'll shout more than we'll cry. Did you hear me? Walking with Jesus, you'll shout more than you ever cried in your life. The things you cried about yesterday, you'll shout over today. Today. You'll shout over and you'll give God praise. Thank you, Lord, for bringing me through. Another opportunity. Growth is now. Let's make our confession of faith. Join me standing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father God, we, we thank you. We thank you that growth is now. We're growing. Raise up your hands. We're growing. We're growing in the things of God. We're growing with our understanding. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord, that you, we, we know what you have accomplished for us in Christ Jesus. Growth is now. KLM is growing numerically, financially. We're growing in Christ spiritually. We're growing in evangelism. We're growing in our effectiveness. We're growing as a family. We're growing in love. We're growing in humility. We're growing in, in faith. Growth is now. Oh, God, we're growing. God, I thank you for growth. Come on, let's thank God for growth. 2024 is a year of growth. And it will not stop with this year. It will not stop. It'll continue all the way until we see his face. I thank you for growth. Thank you for the next pastor of KLM. I thank you for that growth in the name of Jesus. I thank you for the pastor after that pastor. Growth, growth to growth to growth, all to the day until you come, Lord Jesus. I thank you for growth. Growth, I thank you. We praise you. We love you, Jesus. Come on, let's praise God. Thank you, Lord, for every battle is won. Every battle. We win every battle. Every battle over every sickness, every disease, every dysfunctional relationship. I thank you. Even when people choose not to talk to us, we grow in our peace. We grow in our forgiveness. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, come on. We praise you. We thank you. Growth starts with us, God. I thank you, Lord. I praise you, Jesus. We train our mind to be minds of champions. We, we are champions. We are more than conquerors through Christ. We'll win every battle, Father. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. We'll produce fruit. Fruit, oh, in the name of Jesus. Fruit that will echo in eternity, Father. Thank you, Lord. We are winning. We are winning. We're overcoming. We are victorious. Father, we're, we're not victim, victims. We're victors. In the name of Jesus, every battle will win. Every, uh, every wrongful attitude will overcome. 
Thank you, Lord. Every flesh issue will overcome. Thank you. Every sin issue will apply Jesus and the gospel to it. Thank you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We're winning business. We're winning the affairs of this life. Thank you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We worship you. We are winning and worship and praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We love you, Lord Jesus. Come on, let's make some de declaration. Begin to declare your victory in 2024. We declare victory. Victory. 2024 is marked with the victory of Jesus. Oh, we walk in victory. Oh, we submitted to the Lordship of Jesus. And because we're little Lord Jesus, you're Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And we're kings and priests unto the Lord Jesus Christ. And so therefore we rule and reign in life through the one who died for us and was raised for our justification. Thank you, Lord. We are no longer sinners. We're saints of the most high God. Thank you, Lord. Victory is ours. Joy is ours. Father, I thank you, Lord. Even as we go home today, I thank you we'll experience more joy than we've ever had. Oh, God, I thank you for happiness. We're hunt our happiness and hunt our holiness and hunt our humility. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, I thank you. You want us to be happy people. Oh, Father, I thank you, Lord. I praise you. It is your will for us to be happy. Oh, Father, we choose happiness today. We choose joy today. Oh, we choose to be full of the Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. Glory to God. God is a good God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. I, I, I speak to that person or those individuals who are struggling with stress. I command stress to leave your body now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, that Jesus, you are the Prince of Peace. So distribute some peace to that person's body right now, removing stress from their spinal cord, from their mind, from their shoulders, removing stress. I speak to the stress and I command it to go in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I praise you, Jesus. Thank you. We don't worry about anything, Father, but we trust in you. Thank you, Lord. You may take your seats. Thank you, Lord. You got something out of that today? Amen. You're going to walk up some victory. You're going to grow to this year. Grow this week. This week is your year, the week to grow. This week can be the best week of your life in the name of Jesus. This week, this week, this week, you will experience victory every single day. You may have, I'm, I'm saying you're going to have some trials, but you'll have victory over those trials. What scripture you have? First John chapter five, for this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. We got a right to victory. Amen. That concludes this week's message. And thank you very much for listening. For more information about Kingdom Living Ministries, please call us at 732-324-2200 or visit our website at kingdomlivingnj.org. Also, you can write to us by mail at P.O. Box 1854, Perth Amboy, New Jersey, 08862. And lastly, if you would like to partner with this ministry through your prayers or financial support, contact us via email 
the address is partners at kingdomlivingnj.org. Our prayer is that this message has encouraged you to live out the kingdom of God daily in your life by your obedience to his word. Until next time, God bless you.